Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the Benny Bloom podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and this morning I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? What up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. Tell me, uh, do you remember the 21st night of September? It was just a couple nights ago. It's September 23rd, and thus marks our 2008 entry into our 52-year journey through film. And for 2008, you know, we had some deliberation. We thought Wally for the longest time. Mm. But we ended up covering Scooby-Doo. And we were like, you know what? We'll keep the kids' movies to a to a once-a-decade, maybe. Yeah, I mean, we already covered the greatest, you know, kids. You know, not really a kids' movie. Kind of horrible to call it that. But Well, uh, I mean, it's... Okay, so it was marketed towards kids. Sure. Mm. But it's probably the most sophisticated cinema to come out of pretty much any production company since the founding of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, but nevertheless, this is 2008. We've done 1970 all the way through the 70s, all the way through the 80s, all the way through the 90s. And we've only got a couple movies left in the aughts. And this be 2008's Slumdog Millionaire. Uh, very, very critically acclaimed and deservedly so. We got a Kansas City Film Critics Circle Award, baby. Mm. We got Best Film and Best Screenplay. We got two of them even. Oh, my Let's God. Let's go. You oh know, my who God. cares about the Oscars that it won? It won eight or so Oscars, you know, nominated for two more. Um, you know, as you do in a movie. Um, <laughs> as, but, as as one is wont to do. Maybe that was part of the decision on uh, – Picking this movie over Wally, um, you know it did win Motion Picture of the Year. It um, did win Best Picture, Best Director, Best Writing, uh, Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing, Best Music, uh, Best Sound Mixing. I mean, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right to me. Uh, but let's lay the groundwork for the people. Slumdog Millionaire released on Christmas of two thousand eight, December twenty fifth, two thousand eight. Uh, written by Simon Bofoy. Uh, based off a novel by Vikas Swarup and directed by Danny Boyle and co-directed by Loveline Tandon. Mm. And, wow. Uh, I'll say this was my first time watching this movie. Mm-hmm. I've literally heard about it for 14 years. I remember being eight and hearing mm. about Slumdog Millionaire and going, that movie sounds awesome. And yeah. then being told, you can't watch it. Mm. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I, I held off. I held off until last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night was my first viewing of Slumdog Millionaire. I'm in the same boat as you. This was a first watch. I only knew that it was about who wants to be a millionaire. That was it. That's like all I knew going in. And, I uh, did not even know that. So, 
whenever it popped up on the screen that this is basically an episode of who wants to be a millionaire cut with the reasons he knew the answers, mm-hmm. which brilliant, fucking mm. brilliant. And we'll get there. But, uh, <laughs> the second who wants to be a millionaire pops up, I go, what? Mm. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that would be like, weird if not expecting it. That that would be very strange. Well, because like the things that I did know, this movie were like I knew this poster. Uh, mm. and the poster, I I don't even think had the the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire things that I th- like the the mm. answer options. Um, at least the ones I've seen, and I I knew running, running with a lot of things, a lot mm. of lights lighting up your face. Mm-hmm. Um. And the the slow kind of blending effect that is used when they're running every once in a while. But uh, mm. other than that, I was like, all right, I'm expecting some sort of action drama, uh, high intensity. Uh, and it certainly had that. But to cut it with who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> hey, man, I did not see that coming. But frankly, it was fucking awesome. And it made for what I'll say was probably our most compelling story of the aughts so far. Mm. Yes, I was I was going to say, if there is, like, just something that this movie did right, like, the story was just, like, I don't know. It, I mean, it had, you know, the love um, aspect to it at the end, you know? It, like, this was a love story, and, like, I don't, like, I don't know, have we had? A true love story, I guess. Kong, kind of, in <laughs> a Kong way. But how how much why? can you really? Yeah, how much can you really uh, do there? See, I mean, the you thing know, is I, that all of our all of our love stories have always had something else going for it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we haven't watched a pure romance movie. Um, like Gladiator has the you know longing for the family, the love. Matrix. Um, you know, uh, you know, like you, you can't be dead, you know, because you are the one. And my prophecy was that I would love the one, and I do. Mm-hmm. So you can't be dead. Kill Bill is like a very toxic love. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean, I wouldn't count that, but like, yeah, Goodwill Hunting though. Oh. Oh, true. Okay, fair. I'd say Goodwill Hunting was every bit as much a romance movie as this one was mm-hmm. because it's not the it's not the focus. It is the resolution. It's what makes it's what makes the movie, but it, it is not uh, the point of the movie for the longest. Um, dumb and Dumber, naturally, uh, uh, classic love story there of one of the biggest simp's. Did he win biggest simp? Yes, possibly. He did. Yes. He did. Uh, so I mean, there you go. Uh, but but man, this one was a feel good love story. Well, not really feel good um, <laughs> until the very end. You're until, like, okay, thank like, God, it's a payoff. You know, hmm. and I think one of the cool things about this movie one of the points it's trying to make is the whole every time they're like how did the slum dog mm. know the answers here tell me what what is this it's, it's the who's on the what was it the thousand the thousand rupee note or mm. something like mm-hmm. that um and he's like i couldn't tell you mm. and it was just showing like how his experience has informed him mm-hmm. it's like Anybody's experience can shape a, a, a smart young man or young woman, a smart young person. And I know I'm I'm going way too deep in this, um, but I had a theory that a theory. Um, every time, like through these experiences, um, like 
the thought I had at the end was Salim knew that he would never be forgiven for like what he's done. And he had a lot of influence, you know, he rose to the top, you know, in the crime world. And my theory is that like he somehow handpicked these questions or, or made them ask these questions, you know, so that he could win the million and, and then have, you know, have the girl and, and live the life he wanted to, because like, I mean, it is a love story and it is supposed like the last question, the three musketeers, you know, like how fitting, how fitting of a question is that for, you know, all of them. And like oh my every, goodness. as soon as he said it, bro, I teared up. Yeah. And, he's like, like, he, and he just smiles, you know, he's just like, he smiles. He doesn't even, he doesn't know. He doesn't know the answer, but just, just because she, like he talked to, like talked to Lots her on to the go. phone. That was it. That was all he needed. He's like, Hey, fuck it. I don't care. Like I, I got exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Oh my God, dude, that shit hit so hard. And to parallel it with Salim, you Mm. know, like, uh, taking his last stand and it being the shots from the very beginning of the movie and like, uh, oh my God, just Mm. the way it comes together is so satisfying. Like at the beginning of the movie, putting on the screen, you know, uh, how did the slum dog do this? A, uh, lucky B, he cheated. Mm. C, um, he's a genius, genius or D it was written. Mm. And then to, at the very end, without displaying that question to just flash D it was written. Mm-hmm. I went, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I yep. like, I was like, fuck. <laughs> and then they even made you think that the written was like the host feeding him the, the answer there. And like, you're like, oh, that's what that one was. But then like, no. No, it was destiny. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he was smart enough to know that like the host was playing him, you know, like he was smart enough to know that you're sure it's and, not B. Mm. <laughs> and he's like, nope, it's D. Mm. Okay. But it could be B. Mm. It could also be D. <laughs> <laughs> and then right before the, the like horn goes off, like at a time, you know, he's like, well, maybe it's written. You know, like to go like for the next question, like he even yeah. like says that to him. Um, and God, it was. This is mm-hmm. definitely a movie I'll be rewatching. You mm-hmm. know, um, there there's pretty much no doubt about it. The characters in this movie, uh, Jamal, Salim, and uh, Latika. Man, I care about the those three. You know, and uh, Salim's a dick, man. Like. Hey. Oh, Man. hard like, to like, like even like offer it, um, they, whatever that, uh, the big actor that's coming in on the helicopter. Yeah. You know, and he, and, and Salim, uh, traps Jamal in the, in the porta potty, you know, and the only way out is the worst way out, you hey. know, and like, <laughs> what's up with Danny Boyle and shit? <laughs> I mean, Wow. I, I like he pulled the picture out and he was contemplating. He's like, is it is it worth it? You know, if, is it worth it enough? Is am I going to do this? And I'm like, I must I would have to meet God. I, you know, like I would have to meet. I don't know. I don't know who that person could be that would make me do that. I right. like I, I mean, I don't think I have one. I think yeah. like tough luck. <laughs> Mm, I'd be like, um, you know what? I, I'll watch it from out here. Um, I'll miss it. I'll, I'll have another opportunity maybe later in life. 
he got that autograph though. Salim being, you know, Salim sold it the next day or whatever, you know, like right away. And he's like, Oh, Oh, and the, the like grin he had on his face when he told him he did it. Like it was like, Oh, Salim, you slimy fucking scumbag of a dick. Like I just wanted to smack the shit out of that kid. As Latika's or Latika, is it Latika or I, I just don't want to. Yeah, Latika. Latika. So like has her hand, you know, on the train and then just lets it go. And it's just like, dude, dude, like, I mean, come on. She's, she's out in the rain. Trying just to, you know, sleep or whatever. Doesn't even let her in the, the freaking storage box that they're in. Like, dude, like, come on, Salim. Like, have a little bit of a heart. You hey, know? but that child actor killed it. Mm. He was effective. Um, it was, uh, it was an incredible, it, seeing the, not the entire life of these characters kind of unfold in a couple hours, but, you know, the big, big moments, you know, mm-hmm. all these questions relating to something he could so clearly recall in his life, mm-hmm. uh, was so fucking cool. And Dev Patel as, uh, as Jamal, uh, fucking awesome. You've seen him in plenty more since Slumdog Millionaire. You know, I think this is probably fair to say the launching of mm-hmm. that young man's career. Um, uh, but, uh, the Green Knight, I'm very, uh, like I'm, I'm watching that later today. Mm. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna hop off this podcast and turn that movie on because I'm like, oh fuck, Dev Patel's good at what he does. Um, uh, but Frida Pinto also. He's Prince Zuko in the Last Airbender. In the live action movie, probably yeah. Like, oh, okay. I thought he was like the original voice actor. I was gonna say, I'm like, yo, no way. That would, I just, I don't know. But uh, he. <laughs> He kind of fits for Prince Zuko, actually. I did. That's kind of cool. Um, but man, yeah. I mean, this. I don't know. He. I don't know if another movie has ever made me feel like so lucky and like so grateful for what I have. Like all these experiences that he had to go through was just every time I'm like, damn. Like I am. I am like I have a roof over my head. You know, yeah. which I don't think about all the time. Like, they didn't have a home for most of this. They literally lived in a, like, a uh, landfill, you know, like, for a, for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, like, in all these things. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, geez. Like, I, I am so lucky to have what I have. Um, and, and I don't know. Maybe, like, that, like, because the first part of the movie I think until you realize that it's like the love story that's going to end it off, you know, like the first like hour and a half, it's just kind of like getting you to feel super bad for Celine oh, or yeah. not for Celine for, for Jamal. Um, Absolutely. And, and I mean, you, you obviously care and you, you know, I, I was invested. Um, but like, that's, a, that's kind of like all it was is like, Oh my God, I just, I just feel terrible for this, for this guy. And, uh, and I think it's, uh, it's interesting because it feels the way, a game show does. Mm. You don't give a shit about the contestant on the game show for the first however long they're they're in the game show. But as soon as it's getting close to the fucking end, man, mm. you're like, oh, fuck, they could do this. And as soon as you realize, oh, fuck, they could do this. It's when it's when you're in, mm-hmm. you know, like as soon as you go, he could win 20 million rupees. 90 million like, people were watching, you know, right. And that was another thing. Like, Whenever everyone in the fucking city is watching it, 
and they all go crazy for him. That's that's one of those moments where I just like I, I started crying and I was like, oh my god, this fucking this is fucking the awful. phone call when it, like whenever they were like cut it like move on. I was like, no, she Yo. better she better fucking pick up that phone. You know, it better be in time. I'm like, I was like, no, like. No. Yo, and how about the fucking superior television moment for them? The mm. fucking the letting it build and then hello, hello, mm. and it being like, oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, dude, what's funny is her running towards the phone was the only imagery from this movie I'd seen. Wow. Prior to the movie, um, I and I don't think I saw it with sound or anything, or if if it did the sound didn't mean anything to me. Mm. Uh, like I didn't, I didn't have any connection to what was happening, anything, but I, I, as soon as I saw her running, I was like, Oh my God, this is what I've seen. Um, and I was like, fuck, I saw like the best part of the movie. One of the best parts of the movie, Mm -hmm. uh, completely out of context. Uh, after he won too, I'm like, I know exactly where this boy's going. He's going to the train station. He's waiting for, her, and it's gonna happen. Like I'm like, it, and I'm like, it better happen this way, you know? Like, and, and like, it was just so perfect. Like the way, like, it all wrapped up. Um, like he, a millionaire, a multi-millionaire now. You know, one of the most famous people in like around. Every everyone just watched this guy do like just win, and he's like just sitting in a train station, you know, not, just just waiting for. Waiting for the girl, waiting for his true love, and uh, sees her through the train. You know, it's like passing by, and like he sees her first, and just starts to run. He doesn't even look to the sides of a train is coming. He just he just goes like he's just on a mission. And uh, man, I, I had some ugly cries. You know, I oh, was yeah. uh, I needed a few tissues for this one. Oh um, yeah, this was. Uh... One of my favorite aspects of this movie is Salim's redemption moment, though. Mm. You know, mm. uh, they do spend the movie showing the two directions Jamal and Salim go. And it's kind of like uh, Salim almost keeps him at arm's length on purpose the whole movie. Like, mm. it seems like it seems like he doesn't want to do some of the things he did, but he felt he had to. Um. And he even says so much to him at a point whenever he's like, you had to go. We were getting chased like it, we would have died like, like, sorry and shit, but I needed to do that. Um, and they have that one last interaction up there in that uh, over over their old slum. And they're like, mm. can you believe this is where we used to live? Like, I was just like, God damn. In the first, like his initial thought was just to tackle him off the building, you know, and like, oh, kill them both. Like, yeah, like just seeing that. And I was like, like, I was like, what? And then, like, went back. I'm like, oh, okay. Satisfying to get a little punch in the face, you know. That was, that was satisfying there. Um, yeah. And I, I, I like that Salim was like, all right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I deserve that probably. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's, that's probably fair. I just gotta, gotta let you know, mm-hmm. had to do it. Um, but in those last moments where he he they're watching him on who wants to be a millionaire and uh, he's with Latika and uh, he's like all right man you got to go like this is the only chance you'll get like mm-hmm. i was like thank you sleep thank you finally the, the one, you know if you did a good thing 
this this was the most important. This one, uh, and I mean, like it changes changes Jamal's life mm-hmm. forever. You know, mm-hmm. presumably head cannon, uh, and all they end up together, happy oh, yeah. ever after. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have twenty million rupees to to do whatever they want. So it's true. It's true. I mean, literally. I mean, like, I think Lodica even says it early in the movie, like, uh, like why does he, why do you even watch this show or whatever? And she's like, well, it's an escape. You know, it's like the chance to to run away and do whatever you want in life, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what they got. You know, like they were at the train station. Even they were at the train station, who knows? Yeah. Maybe maybe they just were like, let's they just go on the train. Yeah, he didn't even have the no. check though. Like where. Did he yeah, he already it? cashed that shit. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was excited to see Latika, but he's got his hands on two, 20 million rubies. He's cashing the check first. Mm, fair. Uh, no. <laughs> you can't really just carry that around everywhere. Um, hey, guys. Gotta... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Gotta get through. Gotta get through. Um, mm. No, nah, but this... I also like that it was... It was so... Uh, there were layers to it. You know, like, uh, the way that the storytelling device was, all right, this is how he knew the answers to who wants to be a millionaire, but he is also explaining how he knew these answers to the people investigating him for how he knew the answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it was just like, that was a, that was an incredible story device. Uh, the fact that he was tortured at the beginning mm-hmm. of this movie Ugh. and then, it, and then they were like, uh, and then they were like, oh yeah, this is the police. Mm. Figuring yep. out why he knew the answers. I thought it was like a, some entity who had money in it, who had skin in the game. And then it was like, it was like, no, nah, we're just trying to figure out how you cheated because there's no way you know all this shit. And then like, they're so confident that like, nah, this dude cheated. But then like, when he admits to, you know, Salim's murder, um, and then they're like, okay, fair i don't think i don't think you admit to this you know and he's like okay this dude's telling the truth the, that's all he knows you know he's, oh yeah like when, whenever the guy says like uh all right uh, uh no nah, jamal i i believe you you're not a liar mm. like if there's anything here that i'm for sure you're not a liar you know he even says at one point you know people ask me the questions and i tell them the answers <laughs> kind of like a smart ass remark too like yeah. like just the whole millionaire show is just mm-hmm. that you know he just told them the answer like he he just knows. Sadly, he knows these answers, you know, and like, uh, like, dude, and like, it, and such a cool way to like, not only make give his experience a monetary meaning, mm-hmm. like, it's like you went through all this to achieve this in the context of the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh. Mm. Yeah. It's like right. every every evil has its has there's a good at there's there's a light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully, if you can mm-hmm. win twenty million rupees on who wants to be a millionaire. Um I mean uh, that would help a whole yet yeah, a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I'd um, say so. You know something's gonna be taken off from taxes, whatever, but like you're still a millionaire. You know, like you st- that's that's a whole lot more than he had. You know, I mean, hey, they were hustlers though for a little bit. They were they were like, whenever um, they get thrown off the train right in front of the Taj Mahal, you know, and then they see he just happens to be standing by like the tour guide sign, um, and then he just fakes everything, you know, fake all. Oh, that that guidebook that was written by 
by some low life. They don't know shit. Money grabbing people. Like they don't know anything, you know, and then they start like stealing shoes, selling them on the street. They're making money. And they were hustling, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess not what I wanted them to be doing, but I was proud of them a little bit in the moment. You know, absolutely. Like you make, you make, like, make it happen. Yeah. Like what was I doing at age eight? You know, hey, you didn't have to. True. Yeah, that's that's like the that's the key thing is that like this is like when the situations got you in these places, what will you do? Mm. Do you give up? Do you Mm. stop? And these kids didn't. And it's like, uh, goddamn, you got to respect it. The whole the whole train sequence where they uh, Mm. they they fall off at one point. It's like, fuck. Damn. Yeah, they're rolling for it. I mean, for one tortilla shell. You know, just for one tortilla, like, man, if they're, tortilla. if they're going through that effort to tie, you know, your feet to a rope and hanging off the edge of a, you know, train that's going down the track at 50 miles an hour, you know, like, I King. think they deserve a tortilla, you know? Dude, that shit was, and what a fucking reaction on the part of the man to go, you know what? I'm going to pull this fucker right down. Yeah. Excuse you? That is a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of things that are just kind of like, damn. Like, is that – are these things really happening in the world? You know, like after they get – what was that? The evil dude's name that uh gave him the Cokes, you know, um, and like took him to his like compound. Oh, what was his name? Um, oh, yeah. Fucking – um. Was that him, Prakash? Possibly. Um, whoever Salim ended up killing, you know, like, he never forgets a face. The, you know, um, like, and then, like, Salim, he's, like, he's in it, you know, and he's, like, power grabbing a whole lot. And they're, like, the baby, like, that new, like, that newborn baby that's just, like, crying in, in that, or, like, sitting in that girl's arms. And he just, like, takes the baby. It's, like, babies make triple, you know? take the baby like you might like just like ah it was just like damn like holy shit like i don't know like that shit was hard to watch at points man uh they definitely made that shit hit hard as fuck on pretty much every occasion every chance they could uh i don't think so but yeah man this uh it was just a damn good movie, you know, and uh, as we're as we're wrapping it up at the end of this movie, I'm like, it, it, it ends exactly how you actually want it to. Oh, yeah. Which the entire time I was like, all right, I think he'll either get 20 million rupees or I think he will either get the girl. I didn't think he'd end up with both. That was mm-hmm. the best possible ending. Whenever he just said, like, A, I was like, oh, he got it wrong. Like, because he doesn't care. You know, I'm like, he got it wrong. And, well, I, I, <laughs> and like. What's funny is I knew, I, if you knew the answer to the question, it kind of takes the steam out of that moment. Oh, I didn't know. I, I didn't. didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't know at all. I was As soon as he goes, A, I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> It was it was just funny because I was like, "Damn, man, 
I knew who the third musketeer was. I wonder, I must've been a lot more fun to find out with everyone else. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, I, there were like people in the audience that gasped, like whenever he said, a, like there well, were some like, <gasps> like, uh, because C D'Artagnan is the main character in those books, but is not one of the three musketeers. Mm. Um, so th- that was kind of the trick to the question was like, you will, you're either, you're probably going to take C because you know, if you know three musketeers, you know, D'Artagnan is a part of the books. I see. Uh, or a part of that story. Mm. Um, so people went, Oh fuck. Like he went with a shit. And then they were like, Oh cool. Wow. Mm. I'm okay. <laughs> Man. Uh, I mean, it ended the best way. Uh, is this, is this based on a true story at all, or is this completely fiction? I think this is completely fictionalized. Mm. Uh, it's based off a, a novel called Q&A. Hmm. Man, but I don't know why I thought, like, for some reason that it was based on a true story. Like, I, I knew it was Millionaire, and maybe just because Millionaire is a real show, I thought, like, there was some truth to it, or maybe, like, some, like... Yeah, it, it is like definitely, happened, like, a real... Well, that's hmm. the thing, is that, like even though it might not be based on a true story, something that could happen. Like Mm. of the movies we've watched, this is amongst the most realistic things that could happen, uh, Mm. could have happened to somebody. Um, and if it was a true story, it'd be like, fuck, Mm. wow. What a life, huh? The, uh, the pile of shit that Jamal jumps into was made just out of peanut butter and chocolate. I was going to say it, it definitely didn't have, uh, it, it definitely didn't look, as much like shit as mm. train spotting had had shit. Um, True. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's got something. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's just got to put shit in all his movies. I don't, God I don't damn! Know. I don't know if I've seen numbers like this on a movie. It like in the awards section of IMDb on my phone. It says one eight Oscars, but below it it says another one hundred and forty five wins. Yeah, and. On top of that, 133 other nominations. <laughs> That's nuts. I mean, I mean, for 2008, like I'm like the other movies that like came out were like super. There are a few superhero movies, you know, Wally, you know, and stuff. I, like I, yeah. I don't know. This one was Iron just Man, like, Dark Knight. Yeah, like this one just feels like I don't know. It, this is this is an easy movie to like grasp onto if you've seen it it's just it's such an easy movie to like um i don't know like i mean it just the story was so beautiful like it was just it while you're watching you don't really feel good until the end and then by the the resolution you're like oh my god like oh yes. and it's it's gonna be one on rewatch where you know how it ends mm-hmm. so you'll be happy to watch all of it you'll be mm-hmm. like yeah you know what he overcame this look what he did Look what he did. It's fucking brilliant, man. I, mm. I, it just, it ultimately just makes me really happy. And, uh, I mean, Danny Boyle did his fucking thing with it. There were some beautiful imagery in this movie. Um, uh, I wouldn't say, I think from a directorial standpoint, I think I did appreciate train spotting a little more. Mm. Um, but from a writing and story perspective, I think I, I, I appreciate Slumdog Millionaire, uh, on a little bit higher of a level. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean... 
Simon, think, uh, oh boy. Trying to think of uh, some some nominations to make. Um, and I think writing, they definitely definitely deserve one there for sure. I, I think I think Danny Boyle deserves one for the directing here. Like uh, mm-hmm. while I did think I liked Train Spotting more, I thought Train Spotting was one of the best directed movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so it's like uh there are a lot of movies I'd say weren't as well directed as Train Spotting. <laughs> um and I mean like he won Best Director at the Oscars for, for Slumdog Millionaire, so it feels it feels blasphemous. Uh, let's see. I guess I think, uh maybe I know the sets were kind of The sets were yeah. nuts. Uh, I it's, love it's like nuts. a whole different like set design really. I mean it's like made you just um, You were there, you know. Uh let's see. I think yeah. I think Ooh, that fills up the set design. Um so if if we have I guess ooh, Avatar ooh. is coming up, so I might, think might be bumping um, something on off that list. One is probably gonna have to go. Methinks. Um, I guess cotton didn't stand out, but yeah. I never I was never taken out, so like we'll come back to that. Mm. But uh, that's definitely a that's definitely a potentiality. Uh soundtrack banged. I loved the soundtrack. I thought this was uh it, it was really atmospheric and really brought me further and further into the movie. Mm. The end um, the J Ho the like little dance number oh, they had at the end God. was just like cool for no like awesome. they didn't have to do that like they didn't have to it was i love cool. a movie that ends with a dance number yeah. man that makes me so happy <laughs> i also watched 40 year old virgin yesterday also ends with a dance number <laughs> any uh acting noms yes uh i think that frida pinto latica deserves Either best actress or best supporting. I don't know how you'd define Latika in this. I think probably best actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Frida Pinto. I think she bodied her role as Latika. And uh, I think Dev Patel is probably deserving of a best actor nod. I think uh, mm-hmm. he, he didn't have to do a ton in terms of character work. I don't feel like, like he didn't have to reach deep, deep into the bag, but there are moments where you feel it, you know, like he, uh, he, he is Jamal. You feel, you you know, there's no doubt about it. Like that's, yeah, I think they'd probably be the only two actors that I would give the knowledge for here. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe I mean, Salim. That, that if Salim is going to get a nom here, that kicks someone out. Um, and I mean, like, full. if we're if we're being one hundred percent for real, I mean, someone's got to go. And I, I won't say out loud who. Yeah, we'll just we'll just remove him silently. Quietly um, remove him. Yeah, we'll, we'll remove him silently. But uh, Salim will will come up in here. Where I don't I don't see him on here. On yeah, IMDb I'm not finding his name on IMDb. Reason. Yeah, he's pretty low if I remember correctly. Here we go. Is My it, daughter Mittal. Oh, is it two? Oh. Well, there are three different actors who played him over the course of the, I over thought the, course that, of the movie. 
that like the middle age and and older versions were the same same person. Oh, no, never mind. That that's whenever they're at the Taj Mahal. Okay, so definitely we're thinking of of the older of, one. Yeah, yeah. Madhur Mittal. Um, he he was pretty awesome in this movie. Um, I thought he did stellar. And frankly, there were a few good performances, like in a potentially even more supporting role who was like barely in it and didn't have to do much, but the host of who wants to be a millionaire, Anil Kapoor, uh, he did fucking awesome in this, you know, like the, the, the one moment he had where he was really, where he was really invested. You could tell Mm. what his allegiances were and stuff like that was strong. I loved that. Um, you want to kick out anyone else? Nah, I think, uh, I think we're good. I think we're good. But uh Yeah, man, it's been it's been a hell of a decade mm. as far as performances are concerned. One more to go. We got one more movie. We're almost done. It'll round out the month of September and the decade. Um, That's satisfying. Mm-hmm. Nice that that lines up there and and man, I mean this is up gonna be a pretty strong month. Um uh I'm thinking. Me uh, we thinks- don't so as well. Mm-hmm. We don't have a. I don't think we will dip into the threes at all um, in this month. Um, I don't think so, and I think that's a that's a rarity as far as as far as this project has gone. Uh, we've had a couple months where we've had nothing but bangers. Uh, mm-hmm. May is going to be tough. That is a tough month to beat. Neighbor to Toro, Dead Poets, Goodfellas, and Boys in the Hood. Sheesh. Yeah, that's that's going to be a tough one to beat. Um. But I mean, even I mean here with with July, Train Spotting, Goodwill Hunting, The Truman Show, Matrix, and Gladiator. <laughs> you know, didn't didn't come out to beat May, but I mean, we had a whole other movie to factor in there. Um, true enough. True enough. And man, yeah, I think I don't know. I think this one is is going to do pretty well, pretty well here. Um, I, I I'd have to guess so as well. Um, and are are you ready for the rating section of the pod? I don't know that I have much else to say on the actual movie. You know, it was pretty mm-hmm. for as as highly lauded as I feel I I I regard it. It was not extremely complicated. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was next question. The show the experience. Show the mm-hmm. sad sad reason why he knows the answer. He moves on, and then and then in between you mix in. Uh, the, the old story. the love story yeah. and and how they'll eventually get to meet and yeah I mean it not complicated but I think that's that's what they were going for they weren't going for any any super you know I I made a theory at the beginning but that's not what they were going for you no, know they, yeah. they're not they're, it, they're not going for any deeper you know thinking for, but uh yeah I don't know it made it kind of a super easy movie to watch um made kind it of highly like, enjoyable yeah like watching a game show you know and I guess. You said it like a game show. You don't really care at the beginning necessarily, um, but then at the end, you're really in. You know, you're invested um, if you've watched that beginning part, and then and then they're almost there. They're almost at the end, um, and the payoff was like, ah, talk about a payoff! Oh man, um, this is said, amongst the best payoffs of any movie we've watched so far. We've said that maybe uh, for the decade awards, we we were gonna do like the best ending uh, for a movie. 
And uh, like we mentioned, like Gladiator, you know, that that's what really brought the whole movie together was the ending there. Um, you know, King Kong kind of had a devastating ending, but like the ending was oh. still like very strong. Uh, I think American Gangster, glad that we watched the extended cut of that mm. one. The ending was was great there. But man, this was Ruby. just a satisfying, <laughs> obviously. Um, I don't, it goes without saying. Um, but I don't know that any hit quite like D. Mm. It was written. Man. I, I, and like, I knew that these things were going to happen. Like, I, I've never seen the movie before, but like, I did, okay, the only thing I didn't know is that if he would get the question right at the end. Right. I knew that, that they would be together. Um, like that was going to happen. And I, in like, even knowing that it is coming, seeing it happen, I'm like, I am still crying like a baby. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of it happening and that's making me cry just thinking about it. And then no. whenever I see it unfold on screen, it's like, oh, shit. There have been multiple moments during this very podcast where I've mentioned a part of the ending and gone like, <laughs> like, ooh. Uh, cause I, there are a few like things in a movie where I can like point to exactly what made me feel the thing in that moment. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's an amalgamation of all the things. It's the story coming together in a way. It's the soundtrack swelling. It's, it's all of these things happening, but I was sitting there smiling mm-hmm. when they kissed mm-hmm. and then it said D it was written. And I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's, that made me cry. Mm. I was like, that was so brilliant. I, I just absolutely loved that. And I, I think it's enough to make, to, to make this a five out of five enjoyment rating. All right. Good. Yeah. I mean, how much you connected to the movie? Um, this, this one, I, I mean, I was in, I did not have any breaks for the movie. I started and finished it. Um, Same. and, and man, yeah, that ending was, was so satisfactory it was just it was beautiful it's what you um, want that's what I mean, you want i guess for i guess what's the genre of this just drama yeah drama and romance um it's pretty effective uh man this is probably a pretty high rating here as well um i guess I'd you know as far the as romance the- section like you don't get what you normally get out of a romance movie um, I, I don't think, you know, it's, it's more of like devastating until the very end. And then like, it makes up for it. I'd be um, willing to bet that on a rewatch, the romance aspect of it is much more prevalent, mm. much more noticeable, but like it's your focus the second time around. He First does, time around, he does I don't know where in the storage unit right away. You know, he waits yeah. till Salim is asleep, you know, and mm-hmm. he, he isn't, but like he lets her in and. Um, and you and you know it's heading in like ah he loves her hmm. but like uh it's not like a you don't really know that that's a mutual thing until a, pretty late in the movie mm-hmm. like it, it seems it it doesn't seem one sided for for a lot of the movie but it seems like you know he's he's hid and hid his love for her and has had a love for her for like all his life has never confessed it and that's kind of just mm-hmm. kind of just the way of things mm-hmm. on the re- rewatch though you'll go <laughs> they gonna end up together bro True. um. Because there are a lot of scenes with them at all ages intersecting. Mm-hmm. Um, and the drama aspects of this movie were Shit. strong. Yeah. 
like uh, I, I end, I end up real high as far as the, as far as the genre rating is concerned. What do we give, uh, what do we give Goodwill Hunting in the genre? Um, we gave it a 4.75. Okay. Then I'm probably slightly higher hmm. on Slumdog Millionaire than I was Goodwill Hunting in this section. I think, uh, if, if that's our closest comparison for a romance drama, drama romance, this did it better. Fair. Um, so I'd, I'd, I'd take it up to that, uh, four, eight, four, eight, five levels of genre, of, of genre score. I feel like it, it belongs with like a dead poets for the genre. Okay. I feel, I feel I like yeah, four, eight, five is, is pretty fair there. And you know, the departed is there too, but I guess it's kind of another movie where the ending is like a big payoff, you know? Um, hmm. true, I, true. I like the four, eight, five. Man. It's going to come out to a high rating movie, buddy. Because um, as a film, I mean, the direction, the story, which we say the story is like one of the most crucial parts of a movie. And this one hit that on all cylinders. Like as if we were just going story, I, I give this a five out of five as far as the story is concerned. Visually, you know, you have a lot of. You know, whether it's, it's run down necessarily or, you know, it's not the most beautiful thing to look at, it's but it's in, still, man. yeah, it's like shot still beautifully. And, you know, you have and the time. It reminded ball. me, um, it reminded me of train spotting. Mm, mm. Like Danny Boyle has a really, uh, a great knack for capturing things as they are, not fantasticizing them. Just mm. kind of like, uh, you see this, right? Mm. Like, this look is how at it conditions. is. This yeah, is the look reality. at these conditions. Yeah, yeah this We're is not this is the reality it. of it. We, it might be a little fantastical story wise mm. at points, but this is this is it. This is what this place is, and uh, I, I I really appreciate the way that's captured. Um, and I I think, from being honest with myself, I think it's a better movie than Train Spotting. Um, and I, I, I do think it launches up into the four nine range with, Ooh. with, with the likes of those legendary films we've, we've discussed. That's our first four nine in quite a while since what was the last one would have been Shawshank. Shawshank. Wow. We got one. I, I was glad, um, uh, because I, I looked at train spotting and I saw that we gave it a four, eight, five and I'm like, I mean, I, I don't know. I think this one was, was better made. Um, so there we go. It ties it with Goodfellas and American Gangster on average. Hey. Um, some very different movies there, um, but right below The Matrix on average and above King Kong, Jaws, My Neighbor Totoro, and Dead Poets. And Forrest Gump, yeah. Feels about right there. And then in the film, yeah, it's it's with the company of The Godfather, Jaws, Shining, Raiders, and Shawshank. I, like, I really think so. You know, I think Danny Boyle did the thing here. Uh, mm. You know, I think... Uh, in a similar vein as Shawshank, you know, where it's, it is the story that makes the movie, you know, like we, I'm not floored by Frank Darabont's direction mm. in Shawshank Redemption. It's just <laughs> the way that it, it's the way that it all comes together. That's like, yeah, that's how that had to happen. Mm. Um, boy, was it done well. Um, but yeah, a couple four nine twos in two weeks in a row. Mm hmm. 
So That's September cool. looking real nice. Yeah, I and, and the Avatar I think will will do pretty well too. So uh, I had to guess. So, mm. well, man, I mean, what a what a month it has been, and we're almost there. I mean, we're we got three months left after the Avatar. And that's it. You know it was a damn good month when The Departed is your lowest rated. Yeah. And that's still a, a 9.5 or 9.8. Uh, sorry. 8.8. You know, out almost of 10, basically. So, like, a, yeah, almost a 9. Um, and hmm, doing pretty well. Um, oh, yeah. And this was also Frida Pinto's first of two appearances on our 52-year journey through film. She will be in our 2011 Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Mm. Um, so Latika will be making uh, making another appearance appearance for us, which is which is cool. Nice little connective tissue in the plen- in the Penny Bloomiverse. But uh, yeah, Slumdog Millionaire coming out to a 4.92 out of five stars and joining the 4.9. Was- yeah, joining the 4.9 as a film. That's. That's some good company. It is some damn good company. But, uh, yeah, man. With that, we conclude this episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. Uh, if you would, head to patreon.com slash Bloom, where you'll find over 24 hours of exclusive content. Just before this episode and a couple months back in the backlog, you'll find that we, we just did, I just did a little bit of a spoiler-free review for The Northman. I know that's been out for a while now uh, for for everyone listening here, but it's out in theaters as I record it. So uh, go ahead and uh, check that out over there. Uh, Plenty of other content, a lot of fun stuff. Um, Yeah, and then if you would, head to Twitter, follow at PennyBloomPod. Right now, next week's uh, 2009 film is Avatar. But if it were to change, it won't. But if it were to change, you'd find out on Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod. Um, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember to leave a five-star rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Wherever you can leave a five-star rate and review, please do so. Always helps out. Uh, make sure to share us with a, with a friend or foe. I don't really care if you like them, but, you know, <laughs> they should be listening. Uh I was Colton Robertson, joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And D, it was written. <laughs>